Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yamini. Each week, we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This Shabbos is Gimel Tamas, the 25th anniversary of the Histalkas of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Traditionally, this is a day for reflection, prayer, and above all, positive action. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Korach. Our Parsha begins with Korach staging a rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu and his brother Aaron. Together with a few ringleaders, he gathered 250 men and accuses them of nepotism and power hoarding. They had specific issue with the fact that Moshe appointed his brother Aaron as Kohen Gadol, the high priest. Furthermore, they argued that since the entire Jewish nation was holy, there was no need for one person to lead them. Therefore, it was unnecessary for Moshe to be the leader of the Jewish nation. In response, Moshe proposed a test. The next day, each one of them would bring an incense offering to the Mishkan, and Hashem would let them know who was his chosen one. However, Hashem was immensely angered by the nation's association with Korach and wished to destroy them. However, Moshe and Aaron begged and prayed on the Jewish people's behalf, and the decree was averted. Instead, Hashem made the earth open up and swallow Korach and the rest of the rebels. However, a question comes to mind. Wasn't Korach already a powerful man? Not only was he the great-grandson of Levi himself, but he was also Moshe and Aaron's first cousin, and he was even able to participate in the service in the Mishkan. Why did he feel the need to rebel? Furthermore, the Talmud and Sanhedrin writes, that Korach was an extremely rich man. He obtained his wealth by finding one of three treasures hidden by Yosef HaTzadik from his prosperity, selling grain during the years of the famine. It says that he had so much money, the keys alone required 300 donkeys to transport. So why did he rebel against Moshe and Aaron if he was so fortunate to have both spiritual and physical prosperity? The answer lies in egotism. Ego can be a very powerful force. A small amount can inspire, motivate, and drive a person to accomplish great things. As we see in Gemara Saita, a Torah scholar should have a healthy ego so he can have ambitions in his learning and influence others for the good. However, any more than that can be extremely lethal. For example, Korach, he was successful in both spiritual and physical matters, and he saw that he was destined to have a great prophet, Shmuel Hanavi, to be his descendant. However, this inflated his ego and drove him to rebel against the greatest leader of all time, Moshe Rabbeinu. He thought that he could and would do a better job than Moshe. It was because of his ego that stemmed from his many positive qualities that he felt he was able to take a stance against Moshe and Aaron, and this is what led to his ultimate downfall. In Judaism, there is a very fine line between acceptable and unacceptable amounts of ego. We must be mindful not to exceed our limits and become egotistical, as the consequences can be very grave. As the Pasuk in Mishlei says, every egotistical heart is an abomination to God. However, we must also serve God knowing that we are extremely important to Him, and therefore, each one of our thoughts, sentences, and actions can have a great impact on this world, or heaven forbid, the opposite. In our daily life, you can lead or you can be led. You can lead your life by learning from others and growing from the misdeeds of your past actions which will inspire you to stay strong when tested. Alternatively, you can be led by your ego, 
which will blind you to the true reality of your situation and lead you to make irrational and harmful choices to your spiritual and physical life. Furthermore, it would stop you from achieving your true potential and being your true self. Therefore, humility is an invaluable resource that we must treasure. There is an amazing quote by the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth Chabad Rebbe. Cherish criticism, for it will place you on true heights. Have an inspirational and meaningful Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.